welcome to the Quality of Life podcast. My name is Erin Olson, and I am a businesswoman and mother who has been studying personal growth for over 15 years. I've tried almost all of the habits and hacks out there. My goal is to use my real-life experience to show you which tricks and habits make the biggest changes to your quality of life with the least amount of time and energy on your part. We'll cover everything from habits to hacks, fitness to family, and everything in between. Now, let's dive on in to today's topic. Hey guys, hope you guys are all enjoying your newfound breaks. I'm talking about last week, and by that I mean the homework from last week. Uh, Last week, the homework was to start planning your vacation. I mean, how long has it been since you've been on a break and a vacation? How about, did you also start working in 50-minute increments at work? Well, I'm hoping that it really helped you to get on track and feel less stressed and have something to look forward to. Today, I am going to get on my soapbox for just a little bit. I have noticed a decline in the work ethic, the excellence, and the unity of a lot of people, especially in the service industry. But just in life in general. And I know that it's a hot topic right now. And a lot of people I have heard have been covering something about this. But I want to talk about the decline and the separation in humanity since 2020. Things have significantly changed how people treat each other and themselves in this country. And I don't like it. This is not how I was raised. And it's probably not how you were raised either. They say that this is the new normal, to expect mediocre service in all of the industries and to expect division. Us against them, black, white, Democrat, Republican, Christian, non-Christian. And a lot of people say that we can't be like them because we aren't them. We can't understand what they are like because we don't know. And I think that is just an excuse for bad behavior. It all comes down to one huge separator in life. That separator is personal excellence. Now, stay with me here because personal excellence is not something that is, you know, striving for perfection and everything, although that does have a little bit to do with it. But what I'm talking about is excellence in the form of how we behave and how we treat others. This is really what separates the people who win at life from the people who live a mediocre life. This separates the people who are happy and the people who are just fighting through or dealing with life. So we have to fight these feelings of separation and of good enough. And I'm going to walk you through a couple ideas on how to do that and why you should do that. First, I'm going to talk about work ethic and personal excellence at work. Earlier this year, a study by the American Psychological Association found that 26% of employees didn't feel motivated to do their very best. Most don't really get recognition or feel like doing their best really matters to their employers. And as a former employer, I can say I don't agree. I have seen people who have done some of the simplest tasks like cleaning toilets and sweeping floors who have done it with excellence. Those people excel and those are the people who I would promote to the next level. 
There are also people that were at very high levels in my my company that basically did what they had to do, and it was the minimum of what they had to do to get by. Now, I know it's really weird to think about it that way, and that once you hit a certain level in a company, you shouldn't have to work as hard. I think it's just a different kind of work. But I will tell you, work ethic shows through. And work ethic boils down to personal excellence, like we've been talking about. Now, as far as personal excellence in your everyday life, personal excellence is what is going to make it so that you have the motivation to do things that you don't necessarily want to do because it is the right thing to do. Basically, excellence is doing your best. It's not stopping when something is good enough. It is both a process and an outcome. It is not perfection. Like I said earlier, if you are striving for perfection, it is way different than striving for excellence. Excellence is doing maybe a little bit above and beyond what you're required to do and doing it with joy, doing it like it matters to you. Now, perfection, perfection is doing it painstakingly and begrudgingly so that it is perfect. And it takes the joy out of it. And it takes a lot of the the want and the motivation to do it properly out of the equation. So we are not talking about perfection because I will tell you, I chased perfection for a long time when I was younger. And all it left me was feeling horrible about myself and what I was capable of. It made me tired because I would strive and strive and strive, even though I was well past being spent. Perfection is something that none of us can actually achieve. And you have to remember that. And like I said, that this is not what I'm talking about when I'm talking about personal excellence. Personal excellence is basically just doing your best, going above and beyond. So how can you have more personal excellence in your everyday life? First and foremost, I just want to tell you, if you hear yourself saying something is good enough, usually followed with a sigh, you need to stop. It is not good enough. That just means you're tired or that you're ready to give up. Really think about that for a second because saying something is good enough is not necessarily meaning that it's complete. If, you, Like I said, if you hear yourself saying something is good enough, really stop and think about what is required of your situation and ask yourself if that is the level of excellence that you want to deliver. Second, excellence doesn't just happen. If you need to tune in to why it matters that the job is done right, then that can really help. Why does it matter? Say I was going to be the person cleaning the bathrooms at a big office building. Why would it matter that I did an excellent job in the bathrooms? Well, if you've ever walked into a stall and seen toilet paper and maybe some bodily fluids all over the place, you know how gross that feeling is and how it just makes you feel like you're leaving there dirty. So having excellence in cleaning a stall in a bathroom would be making sure that everything is clean. I'm not talking about taking out a toothbrush, but at the same time, I'm talking about making sure that it is clean and it is safe and it is a pleasurable experience for those people who are going to have to use it later. Because you never know when you might have an emergency and don't have time to look down at the seat and see if somebody left something behind from the last visitor. So 
that is a great example of how to have excellence and why to have excellence. Another thing I got to remind you is that, you know, I am a Christian. If you're not, you can find your own motivation. But in the Bible, it says in Colossians 3, 23 and 24, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as if working for the Lord, not for human masters. So basically that says everything that you do, do it with all your heart because you're not doing it for human masters. You're actually doing it for God. And Personally, I think that I could probably use this little reminder more often in my life when I start thinking that maybe I'm doing a good enough job and then asking myself, well, what do you think God would think about the job that I'm doing? A third way that you can have a little more personal excellence in your life is to be on time. Now, I used to be a chronic late person. And I have really broken that habit over the years. And you can ask my husband, but I used to be very late. And it was something that was very normal in my family and upbringing was to be late all the time. And, you know, somebody told me once that being chronically late is the equivalency of you telling somebody that their time is not as important as yours is. And... Man, that really sunk in pretty heavy. I don't want people to think that I don't care about them. Another saying that I've heard is, early is on time, on time is late, and late is unacceptable. Now, when you start thinking about it that way, I've always, I started planning to be someplace 10 to 15 minutes early just in case something came up. Because I want to show the people that I am meeting with that I value their time and I think that they are important. And that really sets the tone for the intention of whatever you're meeting for, whether it be family, friends, or business. So personal excellence means being on time. The fourth thing that you can do to really start living with a little more personal excellence is to do what you say you will do. This should remind you to not only promise to do the things that actually matter to you enough to be able to schedule it, but this should help you to be a little more impeccable with your word. I read the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, and I really suggest that book. It's a little book, and it talks about the four things that everybody should agree to in their life and that it will level you up like crazy. And I'll put that book in the show notes, but I'm just telling you, when you are impeccable with your word and you you do the things that you say you're going to do, your integrity and your self-image are the things that are affected the most. We cannot control what other people think about us, but we can control how we act and that can influence how they think about us. And honestly, I want to be known as a person who tells the truth, a person who does what they say they'll do. And I think that is really living with excellence. The fifth way to add personal excellence to your life is to treat others with respect. Now, this not only happens in the service industry when you're dealing with people that don't necessarily uh, respect you, but because I was a bartender for years and I had to deal with a lot of people who tended to be pretty rude. And I will tell you that you can flip somebody's switch so easily. In fact, a lot of times 
if I go to a place and somebody is super cranky, I will make it a point to at least get a smile out of them before I leave them. Uh, I have a memory of going to a car rental service and the woman who was checking us out at the end was so crabby. And I was like, I talked to my business partner. I'm like, hey, watch this. I'm going to get her to smile. And she's like, no way. So I looked at her. I'm like, hey, Darla. Actually, I don't know what her name was, but we're going to call her Darla. Hey, Darla, what is this car's name? And she like blinked and she looked at me. She goes, the car's name? And I said, yeah. I mean, every car has a name. What do you think this one's name is? And she looked at me just puzzled as can be. And it was like something cracked inside her. And she smiled. She goes, I think this one's name is Naughty Natty. And I was like, naughty, natty. She goes, yeah, this this car is a badass. So she she smiled and I'm like, oh, you know what? That does sound like her name. So I will call her that for the rest of the time. Thank you for letting me know. And she smiled and she goes, you guys have a great day. And it was such a game changer to know that maybe I added a little joy to her life. But it's more than just that. Bottom line, even though you may or may not agree with the people's beliefs or or anything about them, they're all humans. They all have different histories, they have different morals, and they have different traumas. And their lives are completely different from yours. So even though they may be rude, they may be very indifferent, those people have hearts. Treat them as such. Treat them with respect, even if they don't agree with you. They deserve respect just like you do. Now, this is where you get to the point of like the uh, golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And what my mom always told me, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Those two things, if you just followed those rules in your everyday life, would change all of your relationships. I swear it is crazy what just those two little things can do. So the sixth thing that I'm going to talk about that can help you to live with excellence is regarding work. Work is a place where a lot of people really don't enjoy it. A lot of people just go to a job. They have no hopes. They have no dreams in it. They are just trying to make a paycheck and there is no harm in that. The harm comes is when you do the minimum of what is expected of you. Now, what is expected of you is really important to know as an employee. Ask your manager, what are their expectations of you? Because you may be spending too much time on things that don't really matter to them. So that's the first step. The second step is to do everything you can to do it with excellent. Do it like you're doing it for God. When you start working for God and not people, it's crazy how the resentment or any of the other hard feelings of how you've been treated kind of tend to fall away. So just do everything in your job. Go above and beyond. If you're walking down the hallway and you see a piece of paper that or garbage in the hallway, pick it up and put it in the garbage, even if it's not your job. That is called living with excellence. Another example would be at the shopping markets. Oh my gosh, it is one of my biggest pet peeves when I see people walking out with a cart and they just leave it in a random spot. Oh my, I just want to scream. And I have been known to grab other people's carts and put them in the cart corral where they belong. Just because 
Another thing is when you're at the grocery store and you have some things in your cart that you decide you don't want, put them back where they belong. Either that or when you get to the checkout, say, hey, I changed my mind on this item. Do you think you could have somebody put it back for me? And honestly, they probably would rather enjoy doing that than having you put it in the wrong place. Those are some examples of how you can increase your level of excellence. And I am going to tell you, when you start living with excellence, life changes so much. People start turning towards you with maybe a little less resentment and a little more curiosity. And you feel better about yourself. Your confidence level increases and the life you're living doesn't seem so hard. Relationships will start to blossom. And I'm telling you, (sighs) life is good. This is a great time to live. And we just need to be nice to each other. I believe it's our duty to quit dividing this country and dividing based on race, color, sexual preference, or anything. We are all human. Let's try to be a little nicer to each other and try to respect each other. And just by doing that one thing is treating others with respect. So your homework for this week is easy. There's nothing to print out. There's nothing that I can suggest that you do other than treat others with respect, smile, do things above and beyond what is required from you. And for crying out loud, be on time. (laughs) All right. Well, guys, I thank you so much for listening. And I hope that this episode will have you having a most excellent week. We'll talk to you soon. If you guys got any value out of this, please share it with a few people because everybody in this world deserves some more respect and everybody in this world can do better. Be more excellent. And I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to check us out on the Quality of Life podcast, Facebook and Instagram pages, and our website, theerinolson.com, for downloads and more information. That is T-H-E-E-R-I-N-O-L-S-O-N.com. Stay up to date by joining our email newsletter. Together, we can improve all of our quality of life.